We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy. As yes. always, with my good buddy Dan, I'm back after a week away. And the band's I, back together, man. Getting the band back together. I do have to say, before anything else, first and foremost, shout out to this man right here, Daniel Cooler, oh. for doing an entire episode last week on his own. Well, got rave reviews. People loved it. Maybe I, debated, I should just quit the I, podcast because the, the, the people want more Dan. I debated letting you join this week, man. I, I was like, uh, you know, my band doesn't need a tambourine player. This lead singer's got to go solo, my man. <laughs> People like that you did a little surprise drop on a Tuesday. Do some yeah, lead stuff preview. Surprise, bitches. That's so <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about everything that happened in, in in the league's cup and and that's right controversy thereof and a lot of controversy. Portland or not Portland? Portland's coming up tomorrow. Um, today it's been a day i'm gonna get into that here in a second i'm yeah bro you're gonna have to bear with me through this episode uh-uh. uh but uh the dallas game that was that was fun and so that we'll talk a lot about of fun. that did and, you make uh, it home in time for that i did not know and i'll tell you all about the shit show that was the dallas airport i was literally in the dallas airport unable to watch it sporting kc oh. play fc dallas because you were you were on the tweets. I was like, I'll be at Woso, so yeah. I won't be able to like do tweets or nothing. I was tweeting based on tweets that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I was like, this motherfucker made it home, apparently. I couldn't. I couldn't. No, no. Far from oh, it. Wow. I was sitting in the Dallas airport trying to figure out a way to watch it, but ESPN Plus doesn't work because I'm in goddamn Dallas and we're playing in oh, Dallas. Oh, that makes so much sense. And so I was like, this is, it was so frustrating. Wow. So, um. I don't know. Anyway, I'll, well, hey, uh, you're here yeah. now, man. And we got a game tonight. We do. We, we, we got game this weekend like this. We do. Shit's going on, man. It is. And I, I don't have to do this by myself. So that's exciting. <laughs> I can actually uh, take a drink of water if I want to while you talk for a little bit or you, Google yeah. something that I told you to Google. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I mean, that's, that's the toughest thing. You know, I, I was telling you before we recorded, you know, last year, if y'all remember Alan Polito, you might have heard of him. He was acquired by Sporting Kansas yeah, City. He's decent. And we had we had recorded that episode. I, I can't remember if it was the day before or earlier in that day. And as normally happens, the, they announced the single most important signing in the history of Sporting Kansas City after we've recorded, but before the episode's released. And we were like, well, we can't just ignore this. We have to do something. Yeah. 
and our schedules didn't line up. It was like later at night or something like that. I think it was like later on a Tuesday night is when it was. Announced. It might have been late, late. And it was like boys... 9 p.m. on a Tuesday or something. And, and our schedules weren't lined up. And so I try. I, I did it like three or four times, just like a little 10 minute intro one off. The, and I struggled through oh, it. Wow. It was it was rough. So shout well, out to you for. They call me one take coups, man. They call me one take coups. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to you. Thank you for doing that, um, yeah, brother. I am back. You, I, you'll, y'all will have to forgive me if I don't have the energy I normally do. It's been a little bit of a rough day over here. Oh, um, if you follow me on Twitter, you, you saw that we, uh, had to, um, put our cat down, which has been rough. So forgive me if I don't have the energy that I normally have, I'm going to try to bring it, but, um, yeah, that was just a few hours ago. So well, I'm figured. struggling to uh, uh, usually I make jokes when I'm uncomfortable. So I'm like struggling <laughs> to uh, say something supportive here. That's we okay. are here for you. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, and, people uh, quit bringing us all down with your bad news. <laughs> <laughs> people, people have been great. You know, you've been great. You offered, you're like, Hey, I can take it today if you need me to. And, and I thought about it, but I was like, you know, it's probably not going to do anybody any good for me to just sit on my couch and sulk all day. So I'm going to try to get my mind off it a little bit. But... I thought about it and realized last week's episode wasn't wonderful. No, so it I... was. <laughs> and honestly, I was like, people like it so much. Maybe I should just let them do it again. No, nah, don't do that. Um, man. That's rough. You do a lot of the editing stuff and that's that's the hardest part, in my opinion. <laughs> but but yeah, no. So it's, it's been a little bit of a day over here and, and, and that, that's been rough. So bear with me. But um, for all of you who've said something on on social media uh, i i greatly appreciate it thank you so much and we will uh we'll move on through this so um i do i do want to talk about the league's cup and we won't spend a ton of time on it because man it sucked uh, we did get an email about it that i want to mention briefly but you know before we get into the league's cup we uh you know we got to give a shout out to our good old partners over at manscaped and so uh did you man- say Manscaped? I said Manscaped. Well, that's funny. I got something to say about Manscaped, man. Uh, listen, we, Houston, all right, we, do we have a, a pube problem? Huh? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. All right, kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. I bet Elon Musk has. I bet uh, uh, Jeff Bezos has. They're having a, a billionaire space shuttle uh, uh, what's that launch off? They're having yeah, some issues there. Jeff They're Bezos trying space to sue shuttle. NASA over here. It's Jeff it's a very Bezos weird situation. space shuttle looks like a giant shaped. Ba- that's genius. true. That space shuttle uses Manscaped. <laughs> hey, the orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code no other pod. All right, keep. Keep going there, guys. They're, they're hitting us up. They're like, hey, you have a little insert, a little resurgence of uh, purchases going on. That's happening. Keep buying their stuff. Uh, Drake Ewing reached out to us today. Drake, what are you waiting for? Buy the thing. Buy it. Do it. Freaking, uh, are, are you ready for an out-of-the-world experience? All right, look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for your package. Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. 
Guys, this is great. Go get this if you haven't already. Abort your hairy balls and buzz light year that woody with Manscaped. <laughs> get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Your dick and balls need some help. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Copy kills me every time. Dick and balls. That's uh, I couldn't have written it better, written, written, wrote, written it better myself. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for for giving that shout out to our good partners at Manscaped. Y'all, y'all heard him. Go do it. Make sure to take care of the people who take care of us, and uh, and it's a good deal. So go check it out. Yes, indeed. Uh, no new reviews this year, my, this week. You know, but uh, we're working on those as well. That yeah. just means everyone's already left one. I'm sure. If you're Are we talking to you right now. Are we talking to you and you haven't left one? And you haven't. Go do it. Go leave one right now. Stop. Press pause. Well, you don't. I guess you don't have to press pause. I was going to say press pause, but don't press pause. Keep listening. Open up. (laughs) Open up the podcast app. Hit five stars. Leave a review. And I'm going to tell you right now what to say. Say, Dan and Jimmy are the best. I love them. They made me love Sporting KC more. They made me pause my podcast to write this review (laughs) because I'm a dinosaur and can't do two things at once. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about this league's cup game. And like I said, we're not going to spend more than just a a little bit of time on this, but uh, the lineup, that is the controversy as you called it, uh, that, that everybody wants to, to get answers for really. And Peter Vermees talked about it and we'll, we'll, we'll address that here in just a second, but you could tell, and, and I kind of expected this, and we've talked about going into the League's Cup, that is this, is this something that we care about? Well, it's going to be something we care about if we win, and if it's not, we're going to say it's not. And surprise, sure. we didn't win. Well, let's um, preface this with our lineup from the previous week, right? Right. Yeah. It, we thought um, maybe he was resting some guys for the League's Cup game. It sounded, sounded like a good idea. Potentially, yeah. I mean, the, pro- the this is this was the problem with with this game is it's coming in in the middle of what a, how many games? It's like seven games in twenty two days, something yeah, I mean, like that's that. About a game every every three point one five days or some shit. I think four games in eleven days as part of that. So it's pretty wild. We knew that, as sometimes happens with the U.S. Open Cup, in the earlier round games. It's not always Sporting's A number one team that gets out there. But Leon isn't a USL team that we're taking on in the US Open Cup. Right. They're a Liga Mackey's team. It's an international little tournament that's been thrown together. Yeah. And and you know, it's it's made for television, made for money. That's what it is. Let's be honest. This is a, a cash grab from MLS. National and- television exposure. They got a deal with ESPN, so ESPN's paying some to 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 put on this game. Sporting KC was told, for lack of a better phrase, I, I would I would venture to say by MLS that you're playing in this. I mean, SKC, if they really wanted to, I guess could have said, "Hey, no, we're not doing it," but that wouldn't have looked good. I mean, so there's no there's no real option here. Okay, you're playing in this game. Then we see this lineup, and we look at this lineup, and it's very clear. Nothing against the guys who are in there, but we had three, maybe four consistent starters in that lineup. We had guys like Grayson Barber and uh, Ozzy Cisneros who are making their first starts for Sporting KC, in some cases, first appearances. Wilson Harris is getting the start. Kave Rad, Amadou Dia, who's been, you know, in witness protection, it seems, because we hadn't seen him in 
God knows how long, Roberto Punchech and John Polskamp. So this was not Sporting's best lineup, and the game went as such. Six it was one. different, right? But there were there were some people in there that are like, okay, these guys can get a result places. I mean, D is not a slouch, man. Punchets no. was a, a leading man last year. Uh, Both of them were. But Cave uh, Rod got uh, got got picked apart a little bit. Um, however, all everyone had had moments of like greatness, whether it was like a save or a stop or something. Like those first ten to twenty minutes, I was like, "Yo, we're we're hanging with these guys." <laughs> it was different, but I, I yeah. was I was interested to see where it went. Pulse Camp had like a one on one save, dude, like yeah. point blank. That was amazing. Well, and there were other things that happened to, you know, uh, Jalen, I think it was, ends up going down with an injury 15 this minutes in. a rough in. one. He could so be out months. Caden Pierre comes in for his first appearance. Um, and, and so, you know, this is a, this was, this was a rough game. Um, you know, Daniel Shallowy and, and Remy Walter came out at the half, which my understanding was those were planned substitutions because you're trying to get people sure. – a little bit of rest uh cam duke and gotti keen came in for them so again not slouches like they came in and, and and those are that's a designated player and a guy who's been you know one of sporting's better players over the last yeah. couple of weeks cam came in and got a goal for god's sakes i mean it, it didn't really matter in the end but <laughs> right it was already it was three nice zero um so but you know the, the game is what it is the 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 thing i wasn't there obviously i was out of town you were there, so you have a different perspective than I do. Yeah. Um, my perspective is I totally get why Peter Vermees did what he did. He's prioritizing Major League Soccer as a, the Major League Soccer season as opposed to this fake artificial cup. That would have been nice to win, but let's be honest, sure. it doesn't mean much. It doesn't really and, mean anything. And it kind of in a weird way is a little bit like a middle finger to the league of being like, we're not, we're not risking. That's how it feels. Right. And that's kind of cool because if you want to be mad at anybody here, be mad at the league. Well, and that's, that's the question because, you know, we got an email and, and shout out to Pedro Hernandez for sending us this email. And I'm not going to read it word for word because he, he, he goes in and, it, and it's pretty, pretty long. Um, but this is by no means a sentiment that was shared solely by Pedro. And, and, and basically, I even agreed with a lot of what he said. You, you did. And, and basically what he said is he goes, I know you guys didn't care about the league's cup games, but I thought not it was true. a real, not true. I cared a lot. <laughs> I kind of did. He goes, I thought it was a real slap in the, in the face from Vermees to field SKC too. Leon played their first team against our USL team. That's bottom of their conference. That's just some bullshit. I'm a season ticket holder. And so I'm out any, I'm not out any money, but all the other people who bought tickets for this game and he just played the second team. The game made us look like shit. I'm from Mexico. I have family in Mexico, and they're just talking shit about how much MLS sucks. And if, and that, if this is the first place team in MLS, the rest of the league must really be shit. Um, and then he goes on to say, like, this is, you know, he tried to explain to it, but, you know, context gets lost. This is what SKC looks like to the rest of CONCACAF. Plus, you got the Monterey game, which is interesting because it doesn't matter even like what we did to Toluca, where their own fans are olaying them down in Mexico. Like that, that goes yeah. out the window real quick. So, Monterey um, came in and, and wiped the floor with us, you know. So, I mean, his, his overall point is I love this club and I love Vermees, but come on. Um, he thought it was basically an F you to SKC supporters that went, which yeah, I don't, I, 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 you're right. I get. 
but I don't disagree, but it's also an F you to the league, like saying, Hey, if you, you're going to make us do this right in the middle of this stretch of games, like you guys put the schedule together too, you screwed us here. So we, right. we got to take, and Peter even said at the beginning, he goes, he goes, I don't know what you think these guys are. They're not superhuman. You know, they need rest. They, they can't go every freaking game if you're playing, you know, this many at a time. And, but I do see it. Like you, you come from this mindset thinking like uh, they need to play for us. Like we're paying, sure. we're paying the revenue, we're paying salaries or whatever to, butts and seats, if you will. Uh, but I don't think Peter views it that way. Peter's like, no, no, I, I got to focus on what's important. We're yeah. leading the league, almost leading the league. We're leading the conference. And uh, you know, that's, what's important right now. So. If we play Alan Polito in that game and Alan Polito gets hurt and we lose him for the rest of the MLS season, True. then people are pissed at Vermees just as much, if not more, just in the opposite way. Exactly. But if we play a first team lineup in that game, I do think we win, which means we're just in another we're, situation we're for the next game. We're competitive at least, but yeah, then there's more congestion later. Yeah. Um, I think we win that game. That Leon was not that great. They just took advantage of their opportunities uh, when we didn't have opportunities. Seattle played a first team and Seattle won. Uh, Seattle also didn't play three or four days before exactly they didn't have a game that weekend right so what peter said is we'd like to win everything that we play in but unfortunately when you're playing seven games in 22 days we played four games in the last 11 days with altitude travel away from home the reality is that i'm not going to risk guys that have high physical loads i'm not going to risk them i'm just not going to and so obviously it was a very young team in a lot of respects and that is what it is that's the decision I has to, I had to make. And anybody that wants to make criticism to the team, they can take it at me. I'll take the blame. I'm the coach. No problem. Bring it on. I'll take it. Well, I wish so. you were in that press conference, Jimmy, and you would have given that <laughs> criticism at him. That would have been a blast. I'm sure he'll gladly come on the podcast when we ask. Yeah. And and <laughs> I mean, he, go, he, he kept going on, you know, um, the other team played well. Congrats to them. Good luck to move on. But I can't risk players on my team. We've been through this before in 2019, which... Yep. Y'all remember, that was the CONCACAF year. That was the Monterey year. And we saw what happened. Traveling across time zones, incredible weather. It's a really simple answer. Does anybody want to lose like we did today? No, we don't want to. But I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy. Well, we got um, we got scrutinized by, like, the league's podcast, too, like uh, Extra Time. Uh, they, they were thinking it was ridiculous that Peter put out this lineup. And I guess, oh, I guess he's looking forward to the Dallas game, but they'll probably lose in Dallas, you know. Yeah. And then it all worked out. And all they had to say this week was, well, I guess it paid off for Peter. Yeah, I guess we were wrong. Whatever. Moving on. They don't <laughs> they don't say nothing about us, man. Right. I know we got a question about that, too. No one gives a crap about us. And I'm right. like, we just need to we need to keep going because for some reason, we're number two in the power rankings behind Seattle when like they're factoring in Seattle's League's Cup win. I, I could go on a tangent real quick. Yeah. I'm getting us off track. I'm, I'm pissed. All right. It's we did get a question thing. about that. Um, yeah. The other point Peter made, though, that I think is an interesting one, and this is more of a, sh- a shot almost at, I don't know if it's at the league. I don't know if it's at U.S. soccer. I don't know if it's at CONCACAF in general. But this, I think, is a really interesting point and a really good point. He says, all of these kids, like our U15s, our 17s, our 19s, they need to be playing in international competitions against the Mexican teams. A lot of the kids that are in our team should have already played against Leon's 15s or 17s four or five times before they even play this game so they know what they're playing against. But we're just not yet there yet. We're working towards it. 
So when that happens, that'll be great. But I still think the experience for our guys was good. But I think that's a really key point that he's saying that that we're missing not just on a club level, but all the way up to the international level in that our academies are U15, 17s, 19s, whatever. They need to be playing against quality sides of their age, whether that maybe there needs to be uh, an MLS Academy versus Liga MX Academy competition. So when they're at that young age, they can go, oh shit, our U15s aren't the same level as their U15s. We need to step our game up. And, and, and they get that experience. And that will only help the senior teams. That will only help the U.S. men's national team. Uh, it, it needs to happen. It's, but that's not something Peter himself can control. Yeah, good good so, point, though. It's, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We've, we probably spent too much time on the game anyways. It is what it is. Uh, resting the guys that play most uh, seem yeah. to pay off for us in the, the end. And but I was, dude, I I, mean, I was kind of messaging you going back and forth and yeah. you kind of apologized to me uh, for, you know, maybe if you were coming on too strong or whatever, but I was just like, nah, I'm just, I'm emotional right now. Yeah. And that just takes about 24 hours to go, but people were leaving early, man. Yeah. Uh, if they did, they missed another goal or two, <laughs> not for us. Yeah. But the, the consensus was like, this is just embarrassing. Like I didn't pay to be there. Sure. I had a season ticket, but I'm sure people did. I, I know they tried to rope in, uh, you know, uh, Hispanic people. I know they were like posting in Hispanic neighborhoods and yeah. and trying to market the hell out of it. Like, hey, a Mexican team is coming yeah. here. Come see them play. Maybe they'll gain sporting fans. Well, I don't think they gained a sporting fan that. No. Night. Well, and in all honesty, I mean, Pedro said this. You mentioned this. The the stadium was apparently I wasn't there, but it was apparently ninety percent Leon fans, which I think I wouldn't say ninety percent, but it was large. It, it was bad. A, a majority. It was it, it felt more like a Leon home game than yeah, a sporting maybe home so. game. It got loud for sure for every one of their goals. So I think that almost that almost proves Peter's point and his strategy, and that sure. like it really does suck for the sporting fans who showed up that this is the way the game went. But like we couldn't our own fans didn't even show up in the numbers that they normally show up in for an MLS game. So like everybody yeah. from club to fan to whatever, like we all kind of knew this wasn't the same type of thing. Now, a lot of people bailed on the game. A lot of people tried to sell their ticket or just right. ate it, you know? Now what I will say is, and we got a lot of questions about this and, and I want, this will be the last thing about this game. We'll move on. But I, I do think this is important and I want to get your take on this. SKC fans booing sporting Kansas city. I didn't hear that. Uh, I guess I didn't, maybe I, maybe it didn't happen when I was there. Cause I, yeah. I left a little early too. I was like, yeah. I just can't, it's getting late now. I'm just going to go. Cause this yeah. is, this is crazy, but I didn't, I didn't hear that. So did it happen later in the game? It could have, I don't know. I didn't hear it either, but. I think it's unacceptable. What, uh, yeah. You know, someone tweeted at us and I responded. I said, I think it's unacceptable to boo your own team ever. Like we're not, you know, it's crap. They do that in football sometimes too, in the NFL. Well, the the issue is like, it's not like the players that were out on the field weren't trying. It's not like right. the players who were out there weren't just gave up and rolled over and said, we don't want to win this game. Ozzy Cisneros, Grayson Barber, Wilson Harris, Kabe Rod, minutes. they all wanted to win that game. So to sure. sit there in their first game, which was an embarrassing loss for all of us, make no mistake, and these but are children then, that you're booing. To then adults. boo them from the comfort of your seat because you're dis- – like, that is not what this club is yeah. built on. That is not what this club is about. I don't think this is probably a, a thing that happened, like, 
unmasked throughout the cauldron. I don't know when it happened, but I think it's a Roman mindset, dude. Like you, you play for us. Like we deserve this. And it's like, we deserve nothing. Right. All right. This is Peter does what he wants to do, man. We don't deserve anything. We're, we can, we can, you know, Peter said, if you want to ask questions, ask him of me. If you want to, I'll explain my strategy. And I think he explained his strategy and I think reasonable minds can disagree, but I think the strategy he outlined is objectively a fair one if that's how you want to go about it but booing the league league hyped it the uh, league hyped it so that's why it looks like such a disappointment you know booing the players i'm not with that so likewise i i'm glad i didn't hear it i would have been a little pissed but uh that's pretty silly and and very uh very privileged of you to boo them i guess yep Absolutely. If someone wants to argue that point and say like, no, this is why I booed. I'm, I'd gladly love to hear it. Bring it on. We'll I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to say you're an idiot for booing. Like I tell me why I I'm interested, you know, that just seems sad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a good way to, to support the team. Not that like Boo, Ozzy Cisneros. I know you're a teenager, but fuck you. <laughs> right. Like what are you doing? Come on now. Anyway, let's move on to the Dallas game. Because this one was much more fun. Um, more fun, man. As I it said, was a fun weekend in general, dude. I was watching a Woso win. You and were, then this was happening. You were. And shout out to time. Casey NWSL. They get their first win. Yeah. We're there. It was at the same time as as the Dallas game, I believe. Just um, about 30 minutes uh, apart. Yeah. And, and Casey Woso, um, they just made a trade today. They, they just uh, They just got the keeper from the Portland Thorns. Um, who's from Kansas? Who's from Kansas? She she played with the the U.S. Uh, women's team in um, uh, Tokyo and the Olympics. Um, she did. Okay. A- Adriana French. So shout out to her. Um, she's a good piece. So shout out to Casey Casey NWSL for for bringing Adriana French in and and getting that first dub over OL Rain, the former I mean, Seattle. She didn't Rain. come in and she didn't she didn't get the dub. But yeah, no. Well, shout out to Casey NWSL for getting her and a dub gotcha. separately. You tied yes. it together. I was like, nah, I did. No, she didn't do that. Abby she Smith didn't did do that. that. No, but shout out to KC and WSL. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, but simultaneously, sporting was down in Dallas. I too was in Dallas, stuck in the airport. Uh, my plane was supposed to leave at seven. It did not leave till 1130 p.m. Central time. Just uh, why? We Well, our plane was there. We could literally see the plane. Yeah. Didn't have crew. What? Crew, crew was stuck on another plane. Uh, they were American Airlines was canceling flights left and right. Oh, no. Planes were delayed. Dallas airport was a shit show. Really? At like 10 p.m. at night, they come on the intercom and they're like, okay, so uh, uh, the, the plane with our crew is about to land. Uh, they're going to land at Terminal C. We're in Terminal A. Uh, they right. got to they gotta deplane, get the people off, and they're going to come over here, and then we'll start boarding. Great. Okay. 20, 30 minutes, you think, to, to get that to happen. Like 45 minutes go by, like 10, 45, they come back on. They're like, okay, so the plane has landed. Like, well, I assume so because it's been 45 minutes since you said it was about to land. <laughs> Here's the problem. There's no gate for that plane to taxi into. So our crew is on the ground in a plane sitting on a tarmac somewhere, but they can't get to a gate to deplane and get over to our plane, which is sitting in a gate with no crew. So it can't leave the gate. Were you so we in have, the plane or no? Not yet. No, thankfully. We were just sitting in the terminal. Well, I guess they need crew to let you in the plane. Right. So we had a plane in a gate with no crew and we had a crew on a plane with no gate and they couldn't, it was, it was a mess. Wow. I hope you had a fun vacation because the, the coda on that vacation was not good. And then we get on the, we finally, the crew finally gets there. That's a music term. It was. Uh, 
the crew finally gets there. We get on the plane, we're boarding, and the lead flight attendant gets on the, the, the PA. He goes, this is our fourth flight today. Oh, no. We have a ceiling of 15 hours that we're allowed to work in a day. We're coming up on the 14th hour. It's about an hour and nine minutes in the air from Dallas to Kansas City. We have about 10 to 15 minutes to get this plane loaded and in the air, or we will not be able to fly. Just like that, like union shit or something? Yeah, something like that. It's happened to my dad before where they actually got boarded on the plane and they got on. They're like, okay, now we don't have the time to be able to fly. And it's like, you could have done the math ahead of time. You didn't so what to... they do? They just leave? They would just leave you? They just, well, when it happened to my dad, they just canceled the flight. And so oh. that what probably would have happened to us is because it was 1130 at night. They probably were just, they couldn't get another crew. So people thankfully got their shit together and we got out of there with like three minutes to spare. Man, I would have but... just driven my ass to Kansas from Dallas. <laughs> rent a freaking car but i'm sitting there i'm sitting in the airport can't watch uh can't, can't watch, watch the, the game, game because espn plus is blacked out because i'm in dallas can't watch it on youtube tv because bally sports doesn't have it yeah. i could have tried to watch it through the bally sports app i guess but the internet was so bad in the airport like that was the other thing internet kept going down so i literally couldn't watch the game right. so uh i was just following along on twitter and that's when i saw like the daniel shallow highlight and so i started tweeting about that just pretending like i knew what was going on <laughs> <laughs> very cool because i was not watching i i watched the first half when i got home and the second half the next morning but uh yeah. All good things, man. I mean, this was a strong lineup that we put out. I mean, Ilya back at, at center back next to Andre First Fontes. choices you're going to get. Remy Walter, Roger, Gotti Kinda, Polito, Johnny Daniel. I mean, that's that's the shit right there. That's um, where to go. If you look at stats possession-wise, SKC edged them out. You know, shots that uh, Dallas got a little bit more. If you look at shot on games that we win by multiple goals. And right. I guess that's good. Maybe? Well, yeah, yeah. Um it's just, I don't know. If you look at, I'm going to try to find this right now. I, I should have found this uh, ahead of time, but I'm pretty sure that, that this is up there. Um, if you look at the XG from the game, if I remember correctly, Dallas actually had a higher XG than Sporting KC did. Oh, wow. Which well, is I'll weird. I'll tell you what, we got some yeah. thinking of the Here post to do, that's for sure. Here it is. You want to know what the XG was for this game? Which is insane because if you look at the stats, we had six shots on goal to their two, 11 shots on goal to their 16. Dallas had an XG of apparently 1.8 and our XG was 0.8. That just means we converted on the chances we got, right? We convert. Well, Polito's chance was a very low percentage chance that had an XG of less than 0.1. And then Daniel Shalhoff's was was barely over 0.2. That angle that never should have went in. That was bananas. Right. And so, and, you know, if you look at, you know, especially to start the, the second half, D- Dallas was coming. And, and like you said, the woodwork was there and, and Dallas looked in control for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Tim had some pretty sweet saves too, but that's just, yeah. that's very evergreen for me to say that right now. <laughs> but the, this, uh, this, this shot from uh, Alan Polito, I mean, it, it, it starts with, um, Gotti Kinda, who, who's driving down the left side, makes a pretty good run, lays off a perfectly weighted pass to Alan Polito. And then this ball has no business, no business going in the back of the net from this angle. Um, left foot, first time across the face of goal, just past the outstretched hands of uh, Jimmy Moore. And, and he finds the far right corner. And, and I don't know how he did it. He's a magician. But 12th minute, Sporting KC, 1-0. 
I mean, he just acts like he's done that before. I mean, it's just cool, <laughs> calm, and collected. It's all good, man. He, um, I mean. But J- I'll tell you what, Jimmy Melia was doing good things. Jimmy Melia. <laughs> you, you heard that? Yeah, people people out there, you know, he, he man, I, SKC's had some good goalkeepers between Miola and Melia. Sure. And, uh, and, and Jimmy Nielsen. They really um, found a diamond in the rough with this one. He, yeah. he just just really came out of nowhere and and shouts to the the staff for spotting that talent early yeah. on, you know, and not having Absolutely. to get him via a trade or a you know a weird out of contract thing. Well, or something. and for those who most of you probably remember, but some of you might not, he wasn't supposed to be the starter. They no. got him the first year. They got him was the year that they signed Luis Marine. Yeah, who was the guy from Chile, Chilean goalkeeper, and he was supposed to be this all everything goalkeeper, and and he just it just didn't work out real quick, didn't work out, nah, and so he went packing. Suddenly, Tim Melia steps in, who was a, a year off from being an MLS pool keeper, and the rest is history. And he's the best penalty kick stopper in the history of the league. I mean, let's so. okay, let's calm down though, because I don't I don't want him to have to <laughs> stop penalty kicks. I don't like right. that. I don't either. But it's uh, nice to have. Sometimes he gets a little help. 53rd minute, uh, Ricardo Pepe got a, a pretty clear shot on on goal, and uh, it bounced off of the left post. That was probably um, one of the more, you know, heart-stopping moments of the game. Uh, more heart-stopping, that, not more heart-stopping than the freaking hitting the top post and or the crossbar and, and bouncing down on the line. Yeah. That was nuts. <laughs> There's, uh, I mean, there were, there were a lot of... Um, moments in this game where Dallas should have scored and it was just five minutes later when uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name S-Z-A-B-O-L-C-S Zabokskon from FT Dallas and this is the one where um, in a very similar spot on the field Tim came out couldn't quite couldn't quite snag the ball um, and Skon puts it off of the the upper underside of the woodwork and it bounces straight down and did not fully cross the touchline. Also not great camera angles to even overturn that though. Like it, it really wasn't conclusive and that's what VAR is for. If there is no substantial evidence to overturn it, mm-hmm. you know, clear and obvious. And it, it just wasn't. And I'm like, man, we need that goal goal line technology. Not that I'm saying I wish they would have scored, but sure. if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd be sure. like, I wish we had the goal line technology that Europe has. And this is what sucked. Like, okay. So I'm looking at a screenshot right now. There's there's no good angle of 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 this, really. Mm-hmm. There is there is a, a screenshot that you can see of right when the ball hits, where there's a decent percent chance that like no part of the ball is actually touching the line physically it lands fully past the line, like in the sense of like the part of the ball that actually is touching the ground, but the width of the ball, like based on just geometry, the way I'm looking at this, like it's so close that there has to be a part of that ball that's over the line, which means technically it would be no goal, but we just don't know for sure. Right. So yeah, no doubt. So, but you're right. Goal line technology. That would have told us, but it's, um, it stayed. You know what, though? Here's the thing, though, man. Dallas is a great team at home. Like, they haven't lost in a year at home. And we Dallas has had our, our number. Yeah. Like, I don't think we've won at Dallas since Peter Vermees has, has been coach. Did I read that somewhere? Oh, man, is that a true thing? I, You know what? Call me out on it, but I feel like I read that somewhere. And I have a very photographic memory. 
I, I don't know if that was, uh, you know, one of their, what am I thinking? By the numbers, one of their by the numbers things. Oh, really? Do you remember that? But I, 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 I missed that one, but that might be true. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. if it is, it's crazy. It's weird to me that I've all, you know, the shot. I mean, I guess those shots alone, um, significantly upped their XG, but, um, technically they don't count as on target because they went off the woodwork. So it's True. a little misleading if you look at the shots on goal versus, versus the XG, but, um, you know, it was, it was a little nerve wracking in that moment. And then just four minutes later, the man himself, Daniel Shallowy gets a ball sent into him from, uh, was it, who was it Johnny Russell? Who sent in this cross? Um, I think I want to say it was Johnny. Uh, Jimmy, I found it. You found it. Sorry. Sorry okay. for we have won twice okay. at Toyota Stadium since PV took over in 09. So it's not, Still, but it's not a common occurrence. That's not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was in 2011 and 2018, and we haven't been great there for a long time. So this was huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's a big win. And, and Daniel Shallow is the one who sealed it in the 60, 63rd minute. He gets the ball um, a, a little bit to the right of the penalty spot takes a good touch and then fires it past an FC Dallas defender past Jimmy Marr. Uh, it's his 11th goal on the season. It's an insane goal. It's a great goal. Um, he is probably going to win sporting KC's golden boot this year uh, at this rate. Um, it's, it's what sealed it for sporting KC. And it's a, it's a fantastic goal. It looked like an Alan Polito type goal, um, hard upper right, corner and 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 that that was that and, and sporting casey goes on to win 2-0 pretty wild man that that shot that daniel took like that's the kind of shot that men with beefy legs make his <laughs> legs are not huge right and and should not be making these powerful shots but the way he barely winds up and strikes this ball and crazy. blasts it into that upper netting i was just like daniel shot that yeah like that was I'm just I'm appalled I'm amazed at what this man is doing right now and I think someone even asked a question which I don't even want to I don't even want to give time to in in which is uh is Daniel gone next year I don't want to even entertain that idea I don't think so I don't think he is I think I think he'll be back I I think he might be an MLS lifer at this point but we'll see that's cool because I, I mean, mean, I love him. He's a very fun personality and, and hard worker, you know? I mean, at any there's a price on anybody. So the right team Everybody's comes. got a price. You sound like the million dollar man. The right team comes along with, <laughs> with, with, with the right amount of money. And then Peter's going to kind of do, do what he can. But um, I don't know. I think, I think Daniel Shallowy, Peter can get the most out of him. And he's getting the most out of him this year. So I think Daniel Shallowy is probably going to be a, a sporting Kansas City man for, for a while. Well, he's uh, in form to say the least. He is. Absolutely. Um, you know, Andre Ufantas ended up making MLS team of the week. Um, Daniel, Daniel Shallowy um, is, is tied for the league lead in goals plus assists at 17 with Carlos. Put some respect on that name. Yeah. Because that um, other guy, whatever his name may be, is injured right now. So mm-hmm. take a back seat, homie. So, I mean, this is... Um, this is this is the real deal. Um, Daniel Shallowy is having a, a, a crazy, crazy year. He ranks third in the MLS Golden Boot Race, two behind the leader Raul Ruiz Diaz, who had a hell of a goal against Portland, my lord. Um, 
His 11 non-penalty goals are the most in Major League Soccer. So yep. he's doing this without taking penalties. Um, Which he's should be – I feel like penalties shouldn't factor into the golden boot. Is that weird? I feel I mean, like it, it shouldn't count because the percentage of making a penalty is so high, you know? There's, yeah, there's an art to making penalties in a way. I, I, I think you got to count them for, toward, the, uh, toward the golden boot, but I think there's also there's – there's a little bit of um, pride in scoring the most non-PK goals, I think. Oh, so, 100%. 100%. It's, like, it's saying I have the lead and I didn't need penalties right. to do that. Right. So it's you know what though? Give it to Peter. Daniel doesn't do this if he's not on the field. Right. This could be last year where it was the Jer show, or even right. the year before that. I mean Jer show. Right. It uh Daniel's earned his way back on the field, and I hope he doesn't go anywhere for a while. He's tied for the MLS lead with five game winning goals. He's tied for second in MLS with three game winning assists. He has scored or assisted in five straight MLS matches, seven of his last eight, and ten of his last thirteen. Yeah, we ain't so, even talking about assists. The dude's selfless. I mean, he he totally passes it when he needs to, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's having a hell of a year. He's he's the team MVP so far. Um, we'll see if and he can it keep it up. it all started when he was a guest on this podcast. <laughs> it did. That's right. Um, <laughs> not the call-up. Not anywhere else you may have seen oh him. Oh, my God. Right here, baby. Yeah. Call. I mean, look, the call-up's a great podcast. Sure. Shout out to, to, to those two. Um, very talented ladies who who, yeah. who know a ton about soccer and and y'all should support the call up having said that they kind of stole our thunder well they <laughs> did and that's okay they have more followers uh than we do yeah you know we're that we're that local paper that broke it first but then yeah. the new york times got a hold of it you know what yeah. I mean? They, they they had johnny and daniel on again they already had johnny on they had johnny and daniel on together to follow up about the 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 cutting out of the nipples sure and sure. and as y'all know, we got that story out of Johnny Russell on this podcast before the season started. It was nice. We Good asked story. We asked Daniel about it when Daniel was on this podcast before the season started. Um, hey, and what now they do, man. We don't have thousands of followers. We can't. Yeah. We can't compete. I, you know. I. You know. I wish they'd give us a shout out, but that's you know. Nah. Didn't happen. So that's okay. Not gonna happen. It's okay. Uh, but you know, we go to take on Portland at home tonight. And uh, Portland is coming off an embarrassing 6-2 loss to the Seattle Sounders where things just fell off the rails and fell mm-hmm. off quick. Which makes this game a little scary, in my opinion. You think so? Bro, if you lose by that much, aren't to you coming rival? to town freaking hungry? At like, home not, to your rival. Sure, not just rival, but don't they also see Sporting Kansas City as a rival as well in a certain way? To like, an extent, yeah. Bro, I mean, They need to get the taste out of their mouth. They're going to come hard. It's not the same. Blanco back? Blanco's yeah it's not the same as the Seattle rival I mean people say that Portland Seattle is the best rivalry in MLS uh there are many many places in the world where if you're the coach and you get embarrassed at home by your arch rival like that you're not going to be the coach the next day so MLS isn't that cutthroat I would say and Gio Savarese has probably earned the benefit of the doubt he's not gonna get fired off of one game but that was an embarrassment for Portland. It went off the rails, man. Jimmy Madronda did old time Jimmy Madronda things, you know. Mm-hmm. Rui Diaz had a hell of a goal off a set piece. Like it just yeah. um Portland, they're barely in the playoffs right now. They're seventh place on 23 points. Yeah. They have the worst goal differential in the in the West at minus 10. Now, granted, they got 
they went from minus six to minus four or minus six to minus 10 in one game from losing six two. True. But still, my, minus <clears throat> excuse me, minus six is not a good goal differential, especially when Sporting KC's is plus fifteen. Uh, so we remain in first place in uh, the West. We are level on games with Seattle. We've both played nineteen. We have thirty-seven points. They have thirty-six. Uh, so this is this is a big game, a big midweek game for for Sporting KC against Portland. Um, and I assume first choice lineup again. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, One game, and so we don't boo them, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we 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 lost two to one to Portland back in June, um, so this is this is an opportunity for us to uh, have a little bit of, of revenge. Um, I think. Did we really? We lost two to one. Oh, it was at Portland, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, dude, this year is crazy. I don't even know what results were. I mean, this is twenty twenty part two. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I think we get the win. I do. Yeah, I do too. Um, you I know, think it'll be chippy. However, I did mention uh, uh, last week you didn't think we'd get the win up at LAFC, and boy, did we! We did. Like that was crazy. Um, also, a lot of people don't like the way you're saying Mark Anthony K's name. I don't know if you uh, heard that at all. I swear, I I actually spent some time looking for this. I swear to God, oh, it geez. was pronounced Christ. Kaye, Mark Anthony Kaye. And I really, because I remember I originally said Mark Anthony K and then was corrected. And I swear I heard a broadcaster say Mark Anthony Kaye. And ever since I've said that, but I don't know why I thought, like, I have a distinct memory. You're just making up shit. (laughs) And it could have been a British broadcast, like maybe it was Adrian Healy and he was saying something he didn't know either. I don't know. But I mean. It's all good. We had to throw a little, little shade on you for a little bit. (laughs) Nothing too crazy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um. I don't know where I got it, but I did. So that's okay. It's just the easiest name out of all major league it should soccer be. players. You it know? should be really, but that's why I'm like, I, I didn't just look at that on my own and be like, Kaye. Like, try, try to pronounce those players on Dallas. You'll never get it. Right. You'll never get it. Right. So I don't know. Portland's going to be chippy. It always is. We got two Charas, right, double Charizards. Double Char, man. Oh my God. I forgot about that. So um, get out your freaking. Pokemon Go or whatever it is. People still play that? Is that still a thing? <laughs> I think so. Some, not everybody. I never was into that. Some people do. But I mean, Diego Chara, he, he's always, you know, him and Roger Espinosa have similar reputations of being a little bit chippy and, That's and, true, man. and hard. So Roger spent a lot of time on the ground in the Dallas game. Like they were, they were going chippy at him before he could do it to them. Dallas I know you really always... didn't get to see it, but he was on the ground for a bit. And that's not like Roger. Dallas is the most concacafy of all MLS teams. Uh debatable. I mean there's there's some others out there as well, but Dallas is yeah, they like the time waste and all that stuff, but for Roger to spend time on the ground makes me feel like he might not start this game. Cuz he we'll actually see. went he didn't just go 90 minutes, bro. He went 100 minutes. We didn't even mention the 10 minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. So yeah. much time. I don't even think don't he's understand. 90 minutes fit. I don't know. People were confused of the 10 minutes of stoppage time. Didn't make a lot of sense. But. 100% confused. Peter was very upset. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, Portland, you're right. I think we get it done because then we get to, it's a double game week. Yes. You know? Yes. It is a double game. That's why I forget that, man. Like, I'm like, okay, so we got the game on, on Wednesday. And then I forget that. That's um, it. Yeah, th- that's it. Then we got another game uh, on Saturday against Minnesota United. And the big news out of Minnesota United is not that he's played this year, but they bought out Icopara's contract. Yeah. He's not with the team anymore. Uh, I'm sure he will share his story one day 
but uh, we don't know what happened there, you know? He put up a post on Instagram where he was like, basically like, hey, I'm alive. I saw that. He's like, just so you know, I'm still still good. But but we don't really know. I mean, all, we hope all is well. Everybody here in Kansas City still loves Ike. Oh, yeah. I think I think they did post that like his wife was having some health issues or something and he had to take a step yeah. back from soccer. She, if I remember correctly, they put up on, on his Instagram that she had had cancer. And I think oh, she had gotten Jesus. through the treatment. Um, and I don't know if that's been a part of his hesitation, understandably, to play during the pandemic. But um, our thoughts are with Ike. Um, we take on Minnesota this weekend, um, you know, and and hopefully Sporting KC can, can, can get it done then. Um, Minnesota is a solid team. They're in fifth place in the West. Um, yeah, fighting for some some spots there yeah i think we can get it done though man we're the best team on the road this year i think so i think we can i mean historically we struggle a little bit up in minnesota but um you know this is uh i'm why am i so confused like we play minnesota on saturday right yes like that's the thing it's not listed on their schedule it's listed on our schedule really 21 in huh but but if you go to the minnesota uh, this is just mls problem i think they have their game on 8-17, but then they don't have it on 8-21. So that's why I started second-guessing myself. Um, but, uh, yeah, we play them on, on Saturday, 2.30 p.m. It's, it's an ESPN game. And, oh, and no shit. A little afternoon national TV. That's what, that's what uh, SportingKC.com says. So, I dig that. Um, I think we can, we can get a result there. I don't know if I'm going to say a win, but we'll get a result. Yeah. So... Well, cool. Let's get to some of our questions here before we wind down for the night. Uh, Drake, as you said, you should put extra time on blast for not talking, uh, taking the Daniel Shalloway MVP stock seriously. They like how not. you should use code NOTHERPOD at checkout when you order the new lawnmower 4.0. And that's when he said, thinking of getting it myself soon. Drake, do it. Do it, man. You won't regret it. Yeah, what are you even waiting for, Drake? You're, aren't you supposed to be our, our number one listener? You're a hype man. I figured you already had a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy one, buy two. give one to your friend your brother um, whatever (laughs) daniel gooden was the one who asked if we saw daniel shally being sold in the next year or so i don't think so but you know we'll see don't put that out there daniel don't do this man daniel's no daniels and if if you need to uh, (laughs) daniel's no daniels they do man dkd baby but you need to (laughs) you need to know that we don't want to even entertain that idea right now yeah jimmy doesn't think so i don't even want to go there yeah uh, Cody Slusser says, who is our captain of shit housery and why is it Gotti Kinda? Man was trying to instigate FC Dallas all game and constantly frustrates people with touches and tackles. He does, doesn't he? And he's not like the fastest man on the field, but he does some pretty cheeky stuff every now and then. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Shit housery can go different ways because I like to say Roger frustrates people too, yeah. but he'll just flat out push people. And I just laugh. It's so funny to me. I don't look at what Gotti does as, as shit houses. Like shit houses is what I describe FC Dallas when they're doing their time wasting antics and crazy and all yeah, that stuff. Like, point. You know, and maybe this is a little by like Dom was full of shit housery when sure. he was at Sporting KC. A little bit. Uh, Latif even had Latif. some shit housery in him. Gotti's not quite there. Roger just, Rogers, it comes out. Um, you know, but you know, yeah, I, you know, hey, kudos to Gotti for, for, for constantly. It, it's a skill to be able to instigate yeah. without getting caught yourself. And, and I guess true. that's almost the definition of shithousery. But <laughs> yeah, very true. But he, he frustrates people for sure. And uh, 
gets in dangerous positions, man, like, you know, giving good assists and even scoring himself. So, yeah. But as far as, you know, he definitely doesn't like feign an injury and roll around, uh, you know, 10 times or anything like that. No. Because you know you're not really hurt unless you roll like 10 times. Right, exactly. That's when it's real. Right, that's what you got to do. <laughs> um, Second City Sporting Blue, which I think is a Chicago-based sporting I think it's a new club. Twitter account. I was kind of yeah. looking at, I was peeping. I was creeping. They're uh, they're from the 312. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a Goose Island beer, yeah. <laughs> uh, they ask, does Johnny Russell leave on a free transfer at the end of the year after we do the double? I like what you're thinking. See or does he going. stay and retire at one sporting way after taking a pay cut? Wow, that's interesting. That's, that's the question. He makes that's not what? even a bad question. That's like, that's so good. No, it's a great question. And that's I the question earlier. that we've had all year because he makes what, like 1.6 million? And yeah, he, you know, he's the captain this year. So clearly he means a lot to the team. But we've spoken about like people get homesick, dude. Look at, look at yeah. Bobby Wood, who just spent like, more than a decade in Germany and is now back in the States and it was only ever seeing his family once a year. Yeah. Yeah. I heard this on extra time the other day. He, <laughs> he's, he's out at RSL. Yeah. So. He's at RSL now and his family can watch him on a regular basis. And it's yeah. like, Johnny doesn't have that. And I could see him going back. Maybe. The problem is as much as I love Johnny, what he's put on the field this year is not worth $1.6 million. And he's probably well aware of that. You I'm, know sure I mean? he I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's something he needs hovering over his head. He's out there doing things. He's playing and when he's feeling good and, and healthy, you know, but but you're right. You know, then and that doesn't mean there's not intangibles that they bring. I mean, clearly he's the captain for a reason. Sure. And he's been doing better as of late. But we but, get rid of our captains, Beasley. <laughs> but I think I do think it is okay, it's a pay cut or or he's gone. There's not a he's not coming back on the same sort of, of contract. Yeah. I'd like to think they they find a way to work it out, but he's also he's he's in his low thirties now. He's not he's not a, a young guy anymore. He's not old, but he's not a young guy. So they gotta work that out. Uh, I feel yeah. And then Connor Bateman was the one who asked about the MLS power rankings and how you can't take them seriously because That's you right. know they put Seattle over SKC in part because of their win over Tigris in the in the league's cup. Um, but Connor, you're right. They're only supposed to factor in mls results for years they've never factored in open cup results Concacaf results they never have so yeah. because of this league's cup result we get we get bumped down now i'm not mad i'm just confused you it's know? not i'm not mad yeah. i'm just disappointed it's not a one-to-one comparison really because the team that we played as we talked about against leon was not sporting casey right um, so is that really what they're factoring into us i i don't who really don't does know. this who puts it together I, f- I forget who, uh, there, there's a, a couple of people that have done it for MLSsoccer.com okay. in the past. I don't, I, I don't have it up right now, so I don't know who did it this week. But Well, he's making I mean, a lot of us very angry. Well, but here's the thing. Matt Doyle said this week, sorry, Sporting, sorry, New England. Seattle Sounders are the best team in MLS. So it, this isn't an isolated Why? opinion. Why? Because they, they dropped a bunch of goals on Timber, went off the rails. I mean, what? why are they the best? Go talk to Doyle. They lost at home <laughs> to us. Yeah. Uh, the, the excuse would be, well, they were it wasn't a full strength Seattle team, which you we. could you could say, well, it wasn't a full strength sporting KC team. Oh Go play with your cats, Doyle. <laughs> sorry, I, I shouldn't have said cats. It's, Are you triggered? I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. So, we have to pause real quick so we can have a cry <laughs> sesh. I'm sorry. It's okay. I've been doing plenty of that today. So, <laughs> um, 
Seattle, I, I can't get upset about this really. I just, I don't have the energy for a lot of reasons, but Seattle's a very good team. If they're one sure. and we're two, or if we're one and they're two, like it really doesn't matter. It doesn't. I just so. like to be the best at everything. It's yeah. a fucking failure of a life I have that I have to be the best. <laughs> it could be that they're the best team and it could be that we're the best team and we'll know in due time because we play them two more times this year. So yeah, true. Uh, yeah, dude, that could really come off to a best of three situation, you know? It could be. Um, that's really all there is. I do want to give a shout out to, to Sporting KC on Monday. They announced a partnership. Uh, I don't know if you saw this with Variety KC. It's their, they're providing part-time jobs to individuals with special needs. That's great. Uh, so, I mean, fan services associate, concessions, cashier. Um, you can go to sportingkc.com. Uh, th- this is a really cool thing. Um, yeah. So um, they say in their, in their little story, the single largest minority group in the United States is the special needs community, which represents approximately 26% of the country's population. So true. And that uh, includes so many, I mean, you could be talking blind or deaf. I mean, everything. Sure. There's, there's a whole bunch of things, but, but this is, this is a really cool thing. It's, it's available for, for people with disabilities and special needs ages 16 and up. So if you know anybody, or if you have someone in your family or if you are somebody and you're looking for something, this is a really cool opportunity to get involved with the club and shout out to Sporting KC for, for doing this. Cause I think it's really cool. Yeah, totally. So. Uh, I got something to point out. Seems like places are starting to require proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. We're talking football stadiums, uh, Portland Timbers, I believe are the first MLS stadium to do this. Yeah. But I can only imagine others are going to follow and, uh, it's kind of neat. I don't know. I think that's cool. And that's kind of where uh, things need to go as it stands, you know? Well, the Las, uh, Las Vegas, I almost said Los Angeles Ra- Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Um, they're going to require vaccines for people who attend their game. So that, that can that. be some Chiefs fans who might go there. Um, places like LA are considering a, a vaccine requirement for public gatherings for, for yeah. sports events or, or, and whatnot. So, um, you know, it works. This is, you know, get, get vaccinated, man. This is, this is how we're going to get through this pandemic. And, well, and, and it's one of those things. If you, you have a right to not get vaccinated, maybe, uh, maybe you don't want to. Okay, whatever. But these places have a right to uh, not let you in their doors, you know? Yeah. And people have a right to, to, to be healthy. And right now it's yeah. the unvaccinated people who are the largest driver of the pandemic. Um, Very true. It's a fraction of a percentage of, of vaccinated people who are getting breakthrough cases right now. And so yep. we've talked about it before. We're not going to stay on the soapbox forever, but but nah. please talk, like, don't look at the random memes on social media. Don't look at, you know, what so-and-so said on Facebook, who's not a doctor, like hmm. talk to a real medical doctor. Don't say, well, my friend has a sister who says that they're a doctor. Like, talk to your primary care physician and say, should I get vaccinated? And 99% of the time, they're going to tell you yes. And we should listen to the doctors because it's getting worse. Like, look, there's, there's an entire school district outside of Tampa, Florida right now, that's about to go on lockdown because four days in, they had thousands upon thousands upon thousands of kids who are already in isolation and hundreds of teachers who are in isolation because they don't wear masks and that many aren't vaccinated. So just, they have them at Sporting KC games. The Wyandotte County Health Department is there. They make it easy. So please do it. It's, it's safe. They've been researching these for honestly decades. They started vaccine research for coronaviruses when the first SARS-CoV-1 came out 20 years ago. 
and they've been building on that and then they were able to take it and adapt it for COVID-19. So it's not like this was out of thin air. So that's my, that's my soapbox. Uh, You don't even need WebMD, dude. You got, you got no other pod MD. I'm not a doctor. So I don't, I, I don't blame you for not wanting to trust me with this information, but I'm listening to doctors. And so I encourage you to go talk to actual legitimate medical doctors and listen to them for, for yourself. And hopefully you'll come to the same decision I did. Well, I am a doctor of <laughs> looking so sexy in my no other pod tank top right now. Yeah. I don't know if everyone else is buying stuff, but it's going to be a uh, hoodie season real <laughs> soon and uh, go buy some no other pod merch. Hoodie season. It. My wife, my wife can't walk around this house without getting all sorts of excited. Cause I'm looking good. <laughs> You're also <laughs> out there running dozens of miles a day. It seems so, you know, sometimes man lifting as well, you know, getting, trying to get that season, trying to get that scholarship. <laughs> Um, I think that's all we got for this week. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, um, for, for the support that you guys have given me today. Um, it's meant a lot. It's, it's been a a tough one. Um, but I appreciate, uh, this podcast. I appreciate you, Dan, for helping distract me through a difficult time. (laughs) Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to, to sporting KC beating Portland tonight. So, um make sure you follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan Couser, at jcmac03 uh, you can do the same for instagram like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod uh, shoot us an email like pedro did thank you pedro again uh, no other pod at gmail.com and make sure you leave that five star rating and review or uh while you're doing it get out on uh, hellotushy.com slash no other and get your hello tushy bidet for 10 percent off um and as always check out bit.ly.com slash no other pod or bit.ly slash no other pod link in our bios for our no other pod merch but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya we got a band back together Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.